Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WHUTs after further review. We're back at it now. We're talking a little bit about gambling in the NFL. Go ahead, David. So, if you haven't, you know, noticed or been paid attention to the news, there have been a lot of suspensions coming down year-long, suspensions impacting players. Right now, fringe players, and we'll get to that in a second, uh, who have been accused and suspended for gambling within team facilities, um, varieties there have been mostly young players and the conversation has happened surfaced a little bit wait i thought that now that gambling is not just legal but incentivized uh gambling has been taking place within sports venues god knows how long like like gambling has been a part of nomenclature commonplace but Ever since, really, kind of the the league got in bed with gambling, and particularly thinking about the NFL having sports betting inside the, the stadium and the arenas, it seems like a lot of people are thinking about this as you know, talking out of both sides of your mouth. You you want to capitalize off of the revenue. We talked about this even with ESPN. You want to capitalize off the revenue, but then you want to punish. The, the you know the players that are your product that are your cash cows um, for gambling and a lot of the gambling if not all of them have not included sports betting on football games I think there was I think there was one that they had I think jury's still out kind of haven't seen any updates talking about uh betting on football games, but not games that he was in part of. I think it was when he was injured. Um, but yeah, so it just presents this conundrum of, okay, sports betting is okay, but even though I'm not betting, like I'm not doing sports gambling on my own sport or my own team, it's not okay for me to, to gamble because we know players you can't gamble. You can't gamble on facility, on property. That 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 was what got them was that they were gambling on the property. They were yeah, but, gambling on sports facilities. Yeah, but it, hadn't that probably been happening before? I mean, it's, obviously <laughs> you shouldn't get caught. Well, well, no, yeah, David. Before it was illegal to be doing that. Now it's legal because it's in certain states, obviously. Frank, don't you gamble a lot? Not a lot. He said sports betting became legal. I got into it just a little bit, but do you make a lot of you get a, you a lot of parlays? I did do some here and there. Do you do you go straight out? How much do you bet per parlay, or how much you put five dollar bets, ten dollar bets, a hundred? 
I mean, the most I probably put on is maybe twenty. Twenty, that's it. I know, I know, guys that actually make pretty good money doing the little small bets, and but that, but you got to be careful though with those companies though because they just reel you in with the ads, getting you free bets here, free bets there. You know, if you do so many bets, we give you so much money towards this bet. So it, it can be very addictive. I can see the NFL maybe looking at it as we don't want you to get addicted to this. Um, but I do know, but people that do make a good side hustle gambling um but i do know that the, the some of the guys that did get suspended for that that was because they were actually gambling on nfl property yeah. uh, well some it was allegedly because i heard jameson williams Holmes was suspended because he was betting on an nba game mm-hmm. but they said it was they first said it was at the team facility here it was maybe uh close by but I heard it was but then I also later hear that it was apparently not at the facility or whatnot and it's not as egregious as some of the other stuff that's gone down where guys have gotten suspended for a year well like I said it, it's it is what it is but I mean they've been in um those Isaiah Rogers Rashad Barry and Demetrius Taylor were suspended indefinitely at least the 2023 season for betting on NFL games last season. They're saying they're betting on the NFL games. Yeah. Well, see that well, that you can't do, right? Yeah. You want you mean you want to bet on a college game or an NBA game? Have at it. Yeah, those make sense. And even kind of going back to Calvin Ridley, kind of last year when he was out for, you know, I guess suspended for betting on games, you know, betting for the whole season. Like, obviously, if you're betting on NFL games, you know, even if you are a fringe player or... It takes away the integrity of the game, though, David. And as I said, this is is what they said was there was 100 bets were placed for Rodgers, including at least one wager on a game involving the Colts. Um, That's what a source had told ESPN when they were in Florida. Uh, the friends of Rogers who were in Florida encouraged him to place many of the wagers, the majority of which were in the twenty-five to fifty-dollar range, which are the little small bets. You know, little um, legal sports betting was not available in Florida this past football season. The largest wager placed through the account was a thousand-dollar prop bet on over/under on rushing yards by a Colts running back, which won. What they're upset about is that with the sports betting, if you're betting on NFL games, it's almost like on the stock market, it's illegal to have inside trader information. And you could have inside trader information as far as injuries. And it can also lead to point shaving. Point shaving, yeah, but I think this is more or less if you got inside information that so-and-so is only going to get so many carries because – Let's face it, they don't always report injuries, especially late in the season, you know, so that it doesn't affect the team and it affects the scout and how people plan for him. But you know in the locker room that so-and-so, you know, he's a little dinged up and he's only going to get so many carries. And then you do a prop bet, which you win, you can make a lot of money off of that. And some sports bettors, people take sports betting very seriously, think that's an unfair advantage. So you can't really do that. And like you said, it takes you could do point shaving. It takes away the integrity of the game. I also think there's still the fear of it, even though this has been a hundred years later of the 1919 Black Sox scandal, where you don't want your game to be associated with people gambling and maybe 
skewing the outcome of a game. Think about it. There's a lot more hatred with referees and the way outcomes of games are nowadays ever since sports betting's come out. Have you guys noticed that? Oh, I've noticed it. Yeah, a lot of people now are putting a lot of money on the line. If a person makes a mistake, there's been a lot of threats out there in the Twitterverse about what they're going to do to this person or player. And it's come to find out somebody's put a large wager on a game and ended up losing that. So, yeah. Well, if you're one of those people, you need to call the number. Right now, the NFL did do an investigation on all the gambling violations, and they said there was no game manipulation. Whew, that's good. But at the same time, though, you don't want that black cloud over your head. I mean, look at Pete Rose. He's not been able to shake it. I'm pretty sure once he passes away, he'll be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But the main reason why he's not in there is because of him gambling, placing a few bets. Do you do you bet, uh, David? Uh, not not through Vegas, but like just through kind of other gambling apps, like kind of side bets, like personal. Nothing Vegas is all personal bets. What do you what do you do? You you, you take some tithe money and put some bets on it? Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to do? Get a new roof for your church? <laughs> right. <laughs> you got Jesus no. on your side. Remember that, David. No, just yeah, personal spending money if I were to ever take a vacation. But yeah, like gambling is enticing, especially with how not just parlays and prop bets. And I mean, I'm just not an advertisement for gambling. Because you can go on ESPN Plus. But yeah, just. There are small bets that you can do, particularly if you know that you want to uh, do low-risk gambling. That's just like a better phrase. But then again, you were talking about how ESPN is veering more towards uh, shows with sports betting. And you're a sports better. I mean, I don't. I don't watch those shows to get the sports. I don't. First of all, I don't watch the sports betting shows. I change the channel. Why? Just because that's not my. That's just not my forte. That, that they're not reaching me. You know, going back. To, that's not. I'm not in that demographic. I'm in the majority. Voices in terms of that particular aspect. Like I want. I want. I want my scores. I want some commentary. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about futures, bats. I don't care about all those parlays that they have on that show that runs from 6.30 to 7. Yeah, that, that's just not for me. I know that there are some dinner gamblers that, you know, do that and then bet on all the 7, 7.05, either first pitch or tips or, um, yeah, things like that. But, yeah, that's, yeah. And it's destroyed the ticker for ESPN as well because they, they always got to have the parentheses kind of doing the odds. But yeah, that's that's just the lay of the land now. Like everything is geared around gambling, sports betting. You see the advertisements for MGM or DraftKings and ten thousand. Every other commercial is basically for gambling. Some form or fashion. Nine players. Some nine players have been already suspended this year. C.J. Moore from Detroit. Um, that that's it's just kind of crazy how it goes. But I still think though there's a nasty stigma on betting though. Well, I mean, I think it's because it, for so long. Yeah, for so long it 
was seen as taboo, and now, now it's kind of just not even kind of a gradual kind of progression of getting people more familiar. I was like, boom, now you can gamble. Now you can do sports betting. I was just like, wait, I thought it was like, I thought we couldn't do this. So even like for the, for the common person, because if you're the gender gambler, you know, you, <laughs> why do you have to call them degenerate? <laughs> Because I know people that make their livelihoods off of sports betting. That doesn't mean you're a degenerate, though. That means you're a smart individual if you're making a living off of it. Why they got to be a degenerate? Because they you're a degenerate if you're betting some random. I think you're degenerate. Some random Sunbelt game on a Tuesday basketball game on a Tuesday night. No, I don't know that. I think a degenerate is someone that you're betting knowing that you're you're trying to get a fix and you're basically destroying your life or destroying others lives as far as it may be a spouse your children yeah you're just constantly losing money that's more of a degenerate but just because you're placing bets and you're winning and you're kind of conscious about it and you're doing it in a, a, a very professional manner doesn't make you a degenerate i know a lot of like i said i know guys that i work with that place bets they're strategic about it. They go on YouTube. They try to look at. The, they try. To, they, they have a, like a whole analyst thing about it and odds and this and that and this how this player does this and that and when this player plays on certain days on Tuesday Thursdays or if he comes off a back to back for like basketball for an example they start putting in their bets. I mean this is a very sophisticated thing where they're trying to make that bread. So I mean it, there could be sometimes it's almost as like work. So you can't really be just calling them degenerates. That's what I'm saying. There's where that that stigma comes by where you think it is some kind of crack junkie trying to get a sports bet, trying to get a hit so that they can probably pay a bill or try to hide their 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 sports betting because they don't want nobody to know. That's that's more. You can't really call them a degenerate. Yeah, but I mean, but those kind of people are the ones I'm I'm thinking about that ESPN has created this fear because it's not just the domestic sports is not just even like international golf tournaments. They're thinking, you know, 233 a.m., they're betting on Slovenian second tier pro basketball or four tier. <laughs> What's you know, second tier basketball? I mean, they find it. Like, if it's out there, that's <laughs> like when I think of the gender game, like if it's out there to be bet on, they'll place a bet. So if you're, bet- if you're betting on the on the G League, you're a degenerate. If you're betting on this, the France Second League, you're a degenerate. If you're betting on cricket, you're a degenerate. A degenerate. Right. No. Hey, you, uh, I mean, if you're, if like you're betting on the CONCACAF uh, consolation game, you're a degenerate. If you're betting on... Uh, Serie A in Italy. Right, exactly. You're a degenerate. If you're betting on the last place WNBA game, you're a degenerate. No, if you're, if you're betting on AAU under, you know, under 13. Okay. Well, no, okay. with David, there's okay. that. David, 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 David. That, that's, that's totally different for one on the, 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 the professional sports betting sites. They don't have 13, 13 U sports betting. Now, that's that. different if you're going up to the facility and you're trying to place a bet. A degenerate is someone that you're trying to place a bet against your own son or something to make a couple get lick backs at a 13 U. Yeah, that's a degenerate. But if you're going through the sports app, whether it's FanDuel, what's another one? BetMGM, DraftKings. Uh, that's different, David. But, the, 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 you know, the degenerate stuff, I can understand if it's stuff that's happening in a back alley or something. Or, like I said, you're betting on six-year-old T-ball 
then maybe you got a problem. Yeah, that, that's one where you may need more help than just calling the number. Exactly. But just because yeah. somebody's going, because I know, like I said, I know a lot of guys. I know this one dude that helps clean up the area after work, and he is on the book. He's on. He's got like six different apps, MGM, FanDuel. He's going back and forth. He's always telling me how much money he makes. And he makes some pretty decent money. And I'm talking about these are just the little bets, the 5 the 10 the $20 bets where, you know, he hits on a six-play parlay and he's getting 200 bucks. I mean, you know, it's kind of smart to do. But at the same time, though, he's a lot different than some degenerate who tries to place bets on everything, like how many – turns does it take to open the door at the house and you're trying to put bets on there or you're just at the bar randomly doing stuff that's more degenerate but if you're placing bets through a sports app i don't really think that's a degenerate yeah but but like you said like it's not affecting his livelihood kind of when he's doing kind of placing those sports bets he's strategic mm-hmm. like for, for me a degenerate gambler does not have that strategic they're just going for the the most outlandish so that they can do the most ridiculous best. Right, right. We were just trying to clarify that, but like I said. Yeah. If you do if you're hearing that paper chase from making bets, you're a smart individual. No, anything can be bet on. Yeah. But like I said, that that's where it goes. So let, let's not just be calling them degenerates. But as far as the NFL is concerned, um, the thing that the six there's six key rules for gambling policy in the league. Obviously, number one is can you guys guess? Don't bet on your don't bet on your own team or yourself. Probably. Well, don't bet on the NFL. Period. Number one. Number two. Don't gamble at your at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. Number three. Don't have someone bet for you. That's kind of shady. Number four, don't share team inside information. Number five, don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. So they don't mind you betting during offseason. It's when you start doing stuff in season, it looks a little shady. And number six, you cannot play fantasy football. <laughs> Which I know, Frank, you love fantasy football. Eh, not so much anymore. Oh, okay. Or I've, got, I've actually kind of got hot in the... A little bit tired of it because I've had so much else going on. We've got two more minutes in this segment, fellas, so wrap it up. Final thoughts, Frank. Well, I've, I'm curious to see how many more gambling suspensions we have come out or, or if some of them end up getting appealed. Well, especially the Jameson Williams one because that wasn't even at a team facility. I mean, you might have said it may have been at a hotel, but Again, is it a hotel while he was traveling with the team? If that's the case, it's in the rules that you can't do that. I mean, I mean, how accurate is that geo tracking? Was it was he at the hotel or was he across the street from it? Or <laughs> the fact of the matter, if you're with the team yeah, and you're right. on the road and you're in the team hotel, they consider that to be on basically NFL property, and you're not allowed to place bets. So if he did that, he violated the rule. Yeah, you're trying to get into semantics. I mean, that's what I mean. I think that's what I've heard a lot of. I mean, on a personal level, for me, it's like you break the rule, you do the crime. You do the crime, you got to do the time. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. 
had. But again, I think it's more so because there's been another incident, alleged incident that happened that I think is a complete nothing burger. Right, David? Yeah, like Frank said, it'd be interesting to see just how many more suspensions come out of this. If And what what will happen if, and I should say, and when, a more bigger name talent is caught with kind of gambling or kind of is faced with the suspension because it's, yeah, it's good for the kind of like fringe players or kind of guys that are on the outside of the 53 or kind of like special teams player. But if it's a marquee name that gets caught or yeah, what, what the consequences will be for that. But yeah, it's, is interesting yeah you know the consequences so just gamble responsibly like they always say that that is true we'll take a quick commercial break listen to 88.3 WGC's after further review last segment NHL recap right of the free agency and your power play yeah I think it's the first time on the show that the power play has gone last it usually starts off the show yeah we had to mix it up a little bit plus Cody Stan what's his name Stanfield yeah he wanted some college football so we got it in. We snuck it in for him. We're always here to please the fans. But when we return, it's actually a good segment on, on gambling. I didn't I didn't know that David the Man of God Harris actually put in a couple bets. I, I thought you do do you, do you do you rely on Jesus? Does he does he help you out with the bets or what? No, I I just go for the the surefire automatic. So basically, just bet against the Bears every week. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pastor over there has jokes. Right. Yeah. But then again, though, that is kind of, you pretty much are going to make a lot of money on that. But you're right. No. How much of your winnings are you going to use to help upgrade your church? Right. But here. Yeah. How much are you going to use to upgrade your church? Yeah. Yeah. 10%. The rest is, you know, keeping it. Keep into that savings account and so I can make that big bet. Right. So yeah, when the, when the Lions are eligible to win the Super Bowl, I can you know get that futures bet in now and was it money accrue? Well, the Lions will never. Lions and Super Bowl should never be in the same sentence, though. And the Bears losing, though, that should be in the same sentence. But you're right. This is how it is every week when that's a Bears fan. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we have to listen, see what Mike Villani says about the Super Bowl odds. He might be, you know, saying, hey, Detroit, bet on Super Bowl, you know, 20, what, 32? No, I mean, I've, I mean, I've listened to a little bit of Villani's uh, gambling podcast, and he has been saying that the Lions, are, he's, been, he's been basically driving the bus that the Lions are going to win the NFC North. Possibly the door is open with, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers gone, but it won't be the Bears, and it could possibly be the Lions. But we got to get out of the segment because yeah. we got to get to your power play. What yeah. you got for us? Uh, just to recap some of the signings that have happened in free agency. Wait, 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 wait. Are these important signings? Don't be telling me about the third string uh, goaltender. There won't there. If anything, there might be extremely very little about one that happened just because it involves one of our teams. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me about the fourth string defenseman. Don't tell me about some fourth I mean, string assistant coach. Tell you what, I'm probably just going to keep it to our respective teams. Okay. Well, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm goosed for this. I'm, I I you could tell just giddy about this. You're listening to 88.3 HD's after further review when we return. 
we'll wrap up or get the recap of the NHL free agency and draft picks that Frank uh, has been doing. And he said he's not going to tell you about the fourth string goaltender or the goaltender from the walleye that might get a shot or something like that. Make sure you listen to our podcast on WHT's After Further Review with a picture of Frank bashing the horse's head on SoundCloud and on iTunes. When we return, we have about eh, 15 minutes of the show and then kicking it with Nay will be on at the top of the hour. This is an 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. We'll be back after this.